Riley Gaines makes Democrats and trans activists look stupid again. She's a pro at that stuff. The left might have finally stepped over the line when it comes to their cancellations. And everything is racist. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I have finally done it. Next week, I may take uh, most, of, most of the week off. I may only do a few podcasts next week. Uh, my book is finally ready for publication. I have to do some work on it. Um, I'm going to try and do it this weekend. Get the get the bloody thing. Um, it's already copyrighted. It's already... I have an ISBN number. It's all good to go. I just have to finish the cover art, and I have to get it stepped up if I'm lucky. If I get everything done well, it will be published next week. So you can you we'll talk about it next week a couple of times. Obviously, I want people to buy the book. It's a I think it's a pretty decent book. Uh, it's it's um I think it's interesting. I think it is it is not my original work. It's basically a modernization of Dante's Inferno. So Dante wrote Inferno back in the late uh, 13th century. Of course, he wrote it in Italian, kind of difficult to read, but it is one of the most trippy books ever written. And it was written in poem format, which is another thing It was way off. A lot of people have heard of it, but they've never sat and read it. Well, I just sat there, converted it to modern day language, and uh, yeah, it's, it's out there. So I will push that on you folks next week. So, let's go over it. There's a lot to talk about. Here's some news. Okay, we've got some news, and there's been some wild stuff happening. So, let's get to it. Um, First thing, uh, sad news. Time seems to have run out for the missing Titanic sub, the sub that went down to the Titanic. One that was put together with spit glue and dollar store material. Um, they had air till about 9 a.m. this morning. Uh, and it's that's come and gone. Uh, as we talk right now, right now it's still considered a rescue operation. They're not considering it a recovery. The God bless these people. I mean, that's a terrible way to die. As we talk right now, um, as we talk right now, this there has been a debris field found in the sub search area, which I guess if you look at it from a, a human humane point of view, is a good thing. If the thing blew up under the water, death was quick as opposed to sitting back and running out of air. And even if they had found the thing, it was going to be very difficult to to rescue them simply because there was no way to actually pull the thing up in time. Uh, There's no way to connect a sub to it to to lift the passengers out of the sub. It would have been almost impossible to get them up. So (coughs) we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But it looks like um, that tragedy has come to circle. All right, so the house was very busy yesterday. Um, One area where I'm not going to cover too much is the John Durham uh, report. John Durham testified yesterday on the House floor in front of the Judiciary Committee. 
Now, he I'll give an overview. I it was kind of boring. I did see a, most of it. Uh I had to but I was more interested in the the LGBTQI plus poop emoji cultist uh deal that the house had and we'll cover more into that. But this this was something that was kind of important. So the first thing, so John Durham came out with some basic things. First off, that the investigation to Donald Trump and the spying that led to the spying that led to arrests and all this crap, it was bunk. There was no evidence. And the, he also said not only was there no evidence, the FBI never went out there and investigated to find out that what they had wasn't evidence. And then he he uh, spit on the FBI a little bit more. And when I say spit on, it's well-deserved. The FBI should have been spit on. That the FBI not only didn't investigate it, not only was there no evidence, this whole thing was started based off a dossier given to them by Hillary Clinton. And apparently they knew it was by Hillary Clinton. And then it gets worse not only did Hillary Clinton give them this dossier, but the Obama administration knew about it. So this was not a great deal for Democrats. Uh, one of the things that I guess Republicans want him to say, and he did say it, he said there is a deep-rooted systemic problem with the FBI. And, the, and this goes all the way at the top. So one of the things a lot of people are talking about, and I, I agree, the FBI needs to be torn down. The FBI needs to be just torn down and rebuilt from scratch, from the bottom. And there aren't a lot of people who, after hearing Durham and reading this report, believe that this is not true. The FBI has been weaponized. They have been corrupted. They're no good. They're not trusted. And so it needs to be wiped out. Now, that seems like really an extreme because before I'd say, well, they're good people. Yep, well, they're good people. You can rehire those good people. But the reality is the FBI leadership, the FBI is so corrupt at its core that it just cannot stay. It needs to be wiped out. And that'll be probably the first thing a Republican president does when he gets elected which will be in 2024. I hope it will be in 2024. So there were a couple of problems. Uh, Republicans did question a couple of things. One of them was that he never really questioned the FBI leadership. He never questioned some people from the uh, Biden, from the Obama administration. And he never questioned some people from the Clinton group. And so some Republicans were saying, so you found all this information out, but you didn't question people who you're accusing. Why not? And his answer was okay. I mean, he basically said, they're not going to answer my questions. There's nothing. I, I mean, he could, could put subpoena power. He does have subpoena power. But they were wondering, why didn't you ask those questions? Essentially, what they did is they said that this Durham investigation still didn't go as far as it should have. And it went far. I, I, John Durham, I'm sorry, I like the guy. I've always liked the guy. He's got a jacked up mustache, goatee. But I've always liked the guy. He seems like a solid guy. 
But, yeah, I would have liked to know why you didn't do this. Why you didn't question the FBI. And you had plenty of them. You got Peter Stork. You got Andrew McCabe. You got Jim Comey. Why didn't you interview those guys? Well, he didn't. So, they said that he is actually part of the deep state. That this investigation was still covered up. Was still covering up things. Is it true? Possible. But the reality is what he said was pretty damning. So I don't know. Now, Democrats, you could tell. Notice I didn't even talk about Democrats because they had nothing. They had nothing. Their bullshit has been exposed. It was really bad. And all they did was attack Durham personally. And Durham, like a, like a champ, sat back and, okay, whatever. I think one comment he made was, listen, the only people I care about are those I respect, my family, and my God. And outside of that, I really don't give a damn what you think about me. Great answer. Great answer. But that tells me that Durham did hurt them. And that maybe some of the more right-wing Republicans that thought that maybe he's part of the deep state were probably wrong. Okay, and finally, Adam Schiff has been censured. Now, censured means that what happens is Adam Schiff goes... Uh, well, we'll talk about that in a second. So what was he... He was basically accused of lying about the Trump-Russia investigation. He said that he had evidence that he never had. He was sitting in the green room of CNN every 15 minutes on CNN screaming that he had all this evidence about Russia collusion. He had the P-tape, crap like that. He didn't have any of that stuff. And so um, when the Republicans took over, they said, okay, we got to go after this guy. Now, there was one guy who wanted to fine Adam Schiff $16 million. Not a good idea. Not a good idea because it'll come back to the Republicans. So they threw that out. Expulsion was a possibility. They wanted to actually get Schiff out of Congress. I don't like that idea either. Again, it's a quid pro quo. Uh, what you do to them, they're going to do back to you. Don't start that avalanche. Finally, they decided to censure him. Censuring as far as how that works out really means nothing. It's just, you know, basically the Speaker of the House yells at Adam Schiff while he sits down in the um, well of the House of Representatives. So he, he basically sits in the corner and gets yelled at. That, I mean, that's what it is. And while all of Congress watches. And it again, it doesn't have the effect that everyone... Um, now, it doesn't happen often. He's only the 26th representative ever to get censured. But it doesn't mean much, especially to Democrats. He and the Democrats made Schiff into a hero. Schiff is a hero. He's standing up for what's right. You know, here's the problem the Democrats don't understand. Yeah, no one believes that bullshit. Adam Schiff it ain't no hero. Okay. There was another um, There was another hearing. Yeah, they were busy on the House. Hearing on the House floor. This one was actually more interesting than the Durham investigation. It involved... Uh, some crap about uh, LGBTQI plus poop emoji rights inquiry blah. I don't know what it was. It had to do with trans trannies and rights that they want to have that they're not allowed to have. 
Okay, that's essentially what it is. In other words, mostly men and women's sports. Now, one of the people that the Republicans, call, Republicans called was the Kentucky swimmer, Riley Gaines, who had to compete against six foot four, two 220-pound Leah Thomas, who swam as a man for three his first three years in college and his last year decided to swim as a woman, even though he was not a woman. I mean, the guy still had his balls, so this guy was not a woman and ended up winning national championships and, and stuff. This was a far more entertaining a far more entertaining hearing. So let's go over some of this. So there was this gal. She's an LGBTQI plus poop emoji activist. Her name's Kelly Robinson. She also identifies as black and non-binary. Now, you know why the Democrats called her. They called her because she's black and non-binary, which basically means she is of the highest victim group and you cannot... She's got to be absolutely right. You cannot contradict her or question her. Yeah, well, here's the kicker. She was the most destroyed in the entire in the entire hearing. Okay, here she is talking about how the LGBTQI plus poop emoji cultists are going through all of the tragedy that they're actually going through. Let's listen. I mean, I, again, it's all bullshit, but let's listen anyway. On behalf of HRC's more than 3 million members and supporters, I've come here today with a single message. The LGBT people, LGBTQ plus people of the United States are living in a state of emergency. This is not an exaggeration. This is not a dramatization. More than 525 anti-LGBTQ plus bills have been introduced this year in the states. More than 220 of those bills target the transgender community, many targeting children, trans transgender children. And more than 75 of those anti-LGBTQ plus bills have now become law. Okay, um, yeah, well, yeah, they're... They're putting in laws and bills out there that don't allow you to cut off children's penises and balls and boobs. And they're putting out bills that does that you're not allowed to drug and sterilize children by the age of 10. So, yeah, that's the state of emergency. Now, mind you, she never talks about violence because there is no violence that the LGBTQI plus poop emoji cultists are receiving. And she says, oh, this is an exaggeration. No, that's exactly what it is. It's pure exaggeration. Well, Riley Gaines, who was there because she had to walk around a locker room with a naked man, she kind of had something to say about all this crap. So let's listen to her. NCAA forced me and my female swimmers to swim to share a locker room with Thomas, a six foot four, 22 year old male equipped with and exposing male genitalia. Let me be clear about this. We were not forewarned we would be sharing a locker room. No one asked for our consent and we did not give our consent. And I'll, I'll set the scene as swimming locker room is not a place of modesty. You're undressing, you're fully exposed. And we were forced to take off our swimsuit in front of a man who was doing the exact same thing. If nothing else, I truly hope how you can see this as a violation of our right to privacy and how some of us have felt uncomfortable, embarrassed, and even traumatized by this experience. Okay, the reality is they don't care about her rights. It's the rights of this small population of mentally ill perverted men that they care about.
And by the way, do you know who agrees with Riley Gaines? Martina Natural Navratilova, the the world champion tennis player, who happens to be lesbian and part of the LGBTQI plus poop emoji cultists. She she's a lesbian. She also thinks men shouldn't be allowed to compete or walk into women's uh, restrooms. So, okay, anyway, here we go. So, it, it, it Riley Gaines wasn't... Fi- and by the way, with Martina, Martina Natrodilova, Riley Gaines actually quoted her. This is the problem. There is conflict inside the LGBTQ plus I poop emoji cultists. There is conflict between gays and lesbians and the trans groups. So they're not all living in peace and love. Okay, so here's here's um, Riley Gaines basically talking about what happens if you say you don't want to walk around a women, naked in a women's locker room with a six foot four, 220 pound man. This has been your experience over and over and over. You're told as a woman, just shut up, don't say anything. What's that like? That is continually happening. And if we do speak up, you're immediately labeled as some as some name. They will call you everything under the sun, whether it's transphobic, homophobic, racist, white supremacist, domestic terrorist. They will throw them all at you in hopes to deter you, in hopes to silence you. Um, Leah Thomas's teammates, they were forced every single week to go to mandatory LGBTQ education meetings to learn about how just by being cisgender, they were oppressing Leah Thomas. They were told that they are not allowed to take a stance because their school has already taken their stance for them. They were told that you will never get a job, you will never get into grad school, you will lose your friends, you will lose your scholarship and playing time if you speak out. They told these girls that if you do speak out, and any harm whatsoever comes towards Thomas's way, whether that's through social media, whether that's physical, mental, emotional harm, then you are solely responsible and you could be responsible for a potential death. And you don't want that, do you? Of course not. Who would ever want to be responsible in a potential death? But that is the emotional blackmail that is plaguing this country, especially in universities. You know what the kicker is about all that? I mean, social media does it. You don't have to be Riley Gaines, a fantastic female swimmer, to see this. I'm banned of YouTube. I can't put these podcasts on YouTube because of what I say. The Daily Wire, all of the hosts are banned on YouTube right now. They, they're suspended. You are... Y- y- Twitter! I, I got suspended on Twitter because of homophobic words, because I called an American spy, American traitor, dead-named an American traitor and used his wrong pronouns, which I just did again. This isn't just some people. This is happening everywhere. People are losing their jobs because they supposedly use the wrong pronouns, which is stupid because there's no such thing as using the wrong pronouns. So this is a real thing. And what really trips me out if I'm walking around naked in front of women, I will. it's a felony. I'll serve 15 years in prison. I'll get raped by pissed off inmates because prison doesn't see rape as a good reason to go to jail. They don't think anybody should be raping anybody. And I'll end up on the sex registry. Meanwhile, all I'd have to do is scream, I'm a woman, and it's okay. It's sick. It's really sick.
Okay, here's Gaines ripping Dick Durbin. Because the Democrats, again, the only thing they can really argue here, they, they had no argument, is they just sit back and they insult the witness. That's all they have. They croon over the, the pro-LGBTQI plus poop emoji cultists, and they insult the ones that disagree with them. Here's uh, Riley Gaines basically say, telling Dick Durbin, or pointing out a reality to Dick Durbin. Listen. And that's, that's the traumatizing part. Of course, the experience in and of the locker room itself is traumatizing, but I think for me, it was so easy for them to dismiss our rights to privacy. Um, Senator Durbin, in, in your opening statement, you had mentioned this rhetoric. It's, um, you had mentioned that, what message does it send to trans individuals? And my combat to that is what message does this send to women, to young girls who are denied of these opportunities? So easily their rights to privacy and safety thrown out of the window to protect a small population, protect one group as long as they're happy? What about us? That is the overall general consensus of how we all felt in that locker room. That's a question that's been asked a lot, but no one seems to answer it. No one seems to care. It's because they don't care. They're worried about their the, the, the 72 guys out there that think they're women, the perverts out there. The mentally sick perverts out there. Okay, well, then we get into the stupid. All right, so this gal is named Jimena Lopez. She's a doctor. A Dr. Jimena Lopez. And she's asked the biological difference. She's asked by Lindsey Graham, what is the biological difference between men and women? Uh, again, you'd think these people would learn from Contengi Brown-Jackson, you'd think they would learn. They never do. Listen. Uh, Dr. Lopez, <clears throat> do you believe that Leah Thomas had a an advantage uh, in swimming because she was a biological male who transitioned sometime late in college? I am not a sports medicine physician. Um, I can only um, relate to the stand of the sports medicine federal um, associate, international association. What do they say? They do not recommend the exclusion of transgender individuals in they sports. Believe, do they believe it's fair for Leah Thomas, who spent three years swimming for the men's team in the senior year of college to compete in the women's division. They think that's okay? As, as a medical professional, I don't have the scientific well, well, expertise let, let to provide person, an opinion. Let me tell you as a person, you don't need a medical degree. This is not okay. This is definitely not okay. You work all your life training <clears throat> in, as a swimmer, competing against biological girls, and you wind up your senior in college Competing with somebody who three years swam as a guy. And you lose. Now, mind you, she's a medical doctor. She's an actual medical doctor. Now, last I heard, medical doctors actually spend most of their time studying, get this, biology. You don't need to be a sports medicine person to realize the difference biologically between men and women. Here's the question. Would you trust her? to treat you? 
She's just basically admitting, I don't know. I wonder what school she went to. And by the way, it gets worse. Would you trust her with your child? Because she's the one recommending you you pump your kid with uh, sterilizing drugs. She's the one who wants to cut the boobs off your daughter and the one that wants to cut the balls and dick off your son. Would you trust this person? She can't answer a simple biological question. By the way, she wasn't even the worst. Okay? We... we this what is a woman think question really seems to stump these leftists to the point where you got to wonder. It's been, what is a woman was a question asked by Matt Walsh in, a, in one of the biggest documentaries in American history. And it was never answered by doctors, by philosophers, by gender ideologues, by trans people themselves. It was never answered. And, and, and the fact is, they've had that was published a year ago, and you would think, you would think, somebody out there would have thought about this question before again a Republican uh, House member or senator actually asks you that question because that question is coming up. So here is Ted Cruz asking the simple question: Is there a difference between men and women? In other words, what is a woman? And again, he's asking Kelly Robinson. And again, Kelly Robinson could not answer the question. So let's listen. Poor Kelly Robinson. That was a rough day for her. Listen. Ms. Robinson, do you agree with Ms. Gaines that there's a difference between women and men? If the question is about trans women... I'm just asking, is there a difference between women and men? I mean, what I can say here is that the NCAA has rules in place. They've had rules in place for the last decade, and when this competition okay, okay, happened, I'm, I'm gonna try the again. rules were clear. Do you believe there's a difference between women and men? It's a yes-no question. It is, it, do you believe there's a difference? Oh, I think that we're talking about this case with the NCAA. No, I'm asking a question. Do you believe there's a difference between women and men? Most I, people could answer this very simply. I'm curious if you're willing to do so. Oh, absolutely. I'm just putting it into the context of is the that conversation a yes? that we're having. I think that there are definitions related is, is, to sex. Is that a yes? Yeah. So I'm trying to get a yes or no. I'm not trying to get, get a speech. Oh, I, is I'm, there a difference between women and men? I think that there are definitions for biological sex. Okay, so you're not answering that. Let me gender. ask you this question then. Why do women's sports exist? If you can't define a difference between women and men, why not abolish women's sports and just tell little girls to swim with little boys and see who wins? Oh, I'm simply saying that... Um, that sex is My different question, than gender. Why and I do, do believe why that women's, do women's sports, sports have a great exist? value. I mean, Senator, I'll M tell you M right Ms. now. Ms. Robinson, please answer the question I'm asking you. Absolutely. Why do women's sports exist? I think that there are so many positive benefits to sports. But I mean, why have a separate category for women? If, if, you, if there's no difference between women and men, why to have women's sports? I'm saying that there's a difference between sex and gender and that the NCAA has rules in place, which they have for the so last Mr. decade. Mr. Chairman, I, I would like to enter into the record an, an article from Duke, Duke Law called Comparing Athletic Performances for the Best Elite Women to Boys and Men. She's not going to answer because she has no answer that's going to meet the narrative. She knows what the answer is. She just refuses to say it. Yes, there's a difference. Between biological men and biological women. She refuses to say it. Even though she basically is saying it. She's basically, well, yeah, there's a difference between biological men and women, but I can't talk about it. 
I'm not allowed. And then there's gender. By the way, there's no difference between biological sex and gender. There's no difference between sex and gender. They're the same thing. They've been the same thing up until 1955 when John Money changed the definition. Sex and gender meant the same thing. Gender is the same as genealogy. It actually means gender meant the parentage of an individual. That's what it meant. And sex was part of it. So gender and gender and sex, they had the same meanings until morons like this went out there and changed it. And by the way, John Money was a pervert, he was a pedophile, and he killed two people. So let's go with that. If you don't know the story of John Money, type it in Look it up. Don't look. read it in Wikipedia that make him out into a hero. Read about what he did. He was a terrible human being. And he's burning in hell right now. But he is the father of this gender bullshit that, that these people are actually pushing. All right. So, Riley Gaines... So, <laughs> poor poor Kelly Robinson. She, she decides to really go out and burn... Absolutely burn. I, I can't remember who. Oh, John Kennedy. Just go off on him about how there is no difference. Basically, there is no difference between men and women. And Riley Gaines puts her right in her place. This was the burn of the day. So let's listen to uh, John Kennedy and Riley Gaines. Women you don't that believe are that a biological male has a physical advantage in sports over a biological female? Not as a, a definitive statement. Give me an example. Well, no, I, I don't think... How, 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 how many female members of the NBA do you see? Well, I can say that, you know, there's been this news article about men that think that they could beat Serena Williams in tennis, right? That they think that they could actually score a point on her. Um, and it's just not the case. She is stronger James, than that. What's your experience, Ben? Male, female? Both Serena and Venus lost to the 203rd ranked male tennis player, which they're phenoms for women. Um, my experience, my husband, he swam at University of Kentucky as well. In terms of accolades and in terms of national ranking, I was a much better swimmer than him. Um, he could kick my butt any day of the week without trying. If you're going to testify in front of Congress, always come prepared. She should have known this. Kelly Robinson should have. How did she not know this? I mean, there are dozens of examples of men beating the crap out of women in sports. The women's Olympic soccer team lost to a 15U boys soccer team 7 to nothing 7 nothing the Fallon Fox a guy who could not compete in MMA is a man broke a woman's skull in a in a in a MMA fight all this stuff is is happening. Um, is biking. Men have been beating the crap out of women in biking. Track. It's happening all the time. It's happening in the United States, in Vermont. Two biological males, or men, competed in the female, and they, they ended up 1-2 in the state championships. 
It happens all the time. She can't name anything where it's the opposite. Why aren't there any women in the NBA, trans men in the NBA? Why aren't there any trans men in hockey? Oh, by the way, there were trans men in hockey in a a tournament that they played, and guess what happened? The women ended up in the hospital. Just, Just stupidity all around. And you know what? This gal should have been more prepared. She was not prepared. She made an absolute ass out of herself. Okay, well... Typically, I'd call it, we'll have to talk about racism tomorrow, but this, I can't skip this. I can't skip this this story because it is, I, I even thought to myself, when I read it this morning, this came out this morning, I thought this was a joke. I couldn't believe this is an actual true story. All right. So the left is really pushing themselves. They're going, they're going way beyond. They're really crossing some lines. Yes, I mean, they want to cut off your son's balls. They want to sterilize your kids. They want to, uh, what's the other thing they want to do? They want to turn us from capitalism to communism. But there is a point that they may have just gone too far. And I personally think this is going to get a lot of kickback. Okay, so let's read this. According to Fox News, a physician's group in Georgia put up a billboard targeting the fans of Macon Bacon, a collegiate summer league baseball team, and wrote a letter to the team's president. The Physicians Committee of Responsible Medicine's billboard is located on Interstate 16 and asked fans to, quote, keep bacon off your plate, end quote. The group also sent a letter to the team's president, Brandon Raphael, accusing the organization of glorifying the meat. Now, this... this Absolutely trips me out. Don't touch our bacon. Leave our bacon alone. Leave our eggs alone. Okay. I also want you to notice it's accusing a team called Macon Bacon, Macon, Georgia. It's a city in Georgia. And they just, Macon Bacon, let's just put bacon in there. They named the team. Which, by the way, I don't think they're encouraging anything. I think they just thought it was funny. But you notice... The, the organization accuses them of glorifying meat. You know, this is, this is something that happens all the time. If conservatives, or what they deem as conservative, like something, we glorify it. If we don't like something and we say we don't like it, we're pouncing. It, it's all the words, it's always the same thing. Even Fox News didn't put, I would have put glorifying in quotes. Because it's, it's, they say the same thing. Okay, the article continues, and this is great. So the, this is this is the actual letter. Um, this is the actual letter, and I think this thing is awesome. So let's let's read this. Making bacon's glorification of bacon, a processed meat that raises the risk of colorectal uh, colorectal cancer, excuse me, and other diseases, sends the wrong message to fans. The letter from the Nutrition Education Program Manager, Anna Herbie, DH, a bunch of things there, to Raphael Red. I urge you to update the team's name to Macon Facon Bacon and promote plant-based bacon alternatives, such as Facon Bacon or Mushroom Bacon, that will help fans stay healthy. As for Kevin, Macon Bacon's mascot, he, he can reveal that he is actually plant-based bacon. 
okay, mind you, this is a pure attack on meat. So, for example, she is talking about fake and bacon, which doesn't taste like bacon at all. As a matter of fact, if I were to compare the taste, it would be to, oh, I don't know, shit. And mushroom bacon. Mushroom bacon. Which, I'm sorry, that doesn't sound right either. She doesn't say, eat turkey bacon, which actually is okay. It's not bacon bacon. It's not pig bacon. Pig bacon's the best. But they're focusing on just getting rid of all this, this stupid, um, all animal products whatsoever. And she says that. Now, here's the problem. Here's the, here's the problem that this gal has in this letter. And this is why I thought it was a joke. She continues and she actually gives a reason we should be eating bacon. Okay, listen to this, this, this part of the letter. Quote, to help fight cancer and cardiovascular disease in our community, you should encourage fans to consume delicious, healthful, plant-based foods instead of a menu like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, bacon-wrapped bacon, steak-cut bacon, bacon cheeseburger, bacon dog, bacon-loaded cheese fries, bacon-loaded mac and cheese, and bacon chips. The letter read, uh, encouraging fans to, quote, set a good example for fans and stop promoting bacon. Okay, in this part of the letter, she just gave all the reasons to eat bacon. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Six degrees of Kevin Bacon, I don't know what that is. That's something different. Bacon-wrapped bacon, that's kind of extreme. I'd rather just have multiple uh, pieces of bacon. Steak-cut bacon sounds awesome. Bacon cheeseburger, you got to be kidding me, that's heaven. Bacon-wrapped hot dogs, awesome. That's what all they eat in Mexico. Bacon-loaded cheese fries, phenomenal. Bacon-loaded mac and cheese and bacon chips, all that sounds like a reason to eat pig bacon. So I I think this letter, I I read all this stuff, and she gives all these reasons. Now, tell you what, do you think a a bacon cheeseburger is going to sound better with fake and bacon or mushroom bacon? Is that going to is that going to make the cheeseburger better? I think not. These people, it's just incredible. This by the way is exactly why I thought this was a joke. I couldn't and then I turned out it's real. So, go figure. Okay, tomorrow we'll talk about racism. I I know I haven't talked about racism in a really long time, but don't forget it is LGBTQI plus poop emoji cultist month. So, that seems to be the thing. Uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Got a couple more stories. Hope you have a great day. God bless. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.